0: Welcome to Getting Ready for Sunday, a podcast of First Lutheran Church. Each week, I introduce the readings for the upcoming Sunday with some notes and explanation so you can be ready for worship when you arrive. I look at the Old Testament, Psalm, Epistle, and Gospel reading for the upcoming Sunday and offer a few notes and explanation. The psalm for Sunday, February 4th, is Psalm 147, verses 1 through 11. Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God. For it is pleasant, and a song of praise is fitting. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars. He gives to them all of their names. Great is our Lord, and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. The Lord lifts up the humble. Here ends the reading. Let's dig in, shall we? Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant, and a song of praise is fitting. This is, of course, a a great statement about how worthy it is to sing praises to our God. But we know that. We know why God needs to be praised, because of all his blessings that he gives us in Christ. But the psalmist is going to go on and explain a little bit about the blessings that God gives Jerusalem. He says, "The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds." So this passage begins focused on Jerusalem and Israel. That God builds up Jerusalem and His people, gathering together. Jerusalem is a bit of a synecdoche for all of Israel. It's. The, the capital city is, is representative of the whole country. And uh, God gathers the people in, and he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And then it shifts to talking about his power. Um, and they're connected. He determines the number of the stars. He gives to them all their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts the wicked to the ground. So it says he binds people up, he gathers together, he heals their wounds, and he can do it because he has abundant and mighty power. He numbered the stars, he gives them names, he has power to save. And he lifts up the humble and casts the wicked to the ground. Uh, The idea here of the, the humble we use the word humble to mean an attitude that you have. It's the attitude of, of humility, like, I'm not all that great, I, but that's not really what uh, the humble means. Just like when Jesus says, blessed are the meek, he doesn't mean somebody who has an, a meek attitude or is, is humble when they're complimented. What he means is the lowly, the outcast, the broken, the, the needy, the hurt, the, the people who are, who are truly on the bottom rung. This doesn't always mean economically, but it can be just anybody who is just crushed by something. Um, and in particular, I think it's people who are crushed by the reality of sin and death and by the judgment of God's law. He lifts them up through Christ. But he casts the wicked to the ground. Um, The the people who don't need God, the people who who believe they can do things on their own, uh, the people who commit great and grievous evil and don't care. God lifts up the lowly, and he casts down the proud. It's a common theme throughout Scripture, and we see it especially in the Magnificat, where Mary sings about this, how he scatters the proud in the imagination of their hearts, And he lifts up the lowly. He fills the humble with good things, and the rich he sends away empty. Then it moves on. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving, make melody to our God on the lyre. Of course, we respond to that with praises, right? If God is the God who builds up Jerusalem, who heals the brokenhearted, who comes to us through Christ and lifts us up from our lowly estate to give us salvation, what else can we do than sing with thanksgiving, make melody to our God on the lyre? Then it goes. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares rain for the earth. He makes grass grow on the hills. He gives to the beasts their food and to the young ravens that cry. And so now it moves unto other blessings of God, not just his focus on healing the outcasts of Jerusalem and gathering them together, but now it's the general provision that God gives to the world. The, the rain, the grass, the, the food for the beasts and the ravens, and, of course, for his people. A food that is uh, for us as well. And if he cares about the ravens and the grass and, as Jesus says, the sparrow, of course, how much more does he care for us? His delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor his pleasure in the legs of man, but the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, and those who hope in his steadfast love. Our delight is in the strength of the horse or in the legs of a man. I mean, we are uh, just about ready to have the Super Bowl, and all sorts of church programs get canceled to make way for the Super Bowl, like youth groups and church activities and meetings and Uh, Our second service is probably going to be a little light because everybody wants to make sure that we get to see all the strong-legged men whack each other (laughs) and throw a football around, right? God doesn't care about these things. What God cares about is the Lord takes pleasures in those who fear him, in those who hope in his steadfast love. And that's what the humble and the lowly do. We know that we have nothing that we can bring to our God we, we know that our only hope is to wait for him for salvation, for the day that Jesus returns, to raise us up and give us new life. What a joy that will be. That's all I have for today. We'll see you on Sunday. Bye.